did you go to uni? Did I go to uni? I don't know. I'm not, I don't like to assume things. I've got two fucking degrees. All right, well, I have one. I've got a bachelor's and a blame master's. So hang on, you've got, you've got two degrees and what are you doing with those degrees? This is what I always question well, is like people who go to university because I went to the University of Life which basically is Alan Partridge yeah. so that basically is, if I it see is that Alan, it is Alan Partridge <laughs> you did the voice I was like if right. I see that on Facebook I think you're a if you, do you know what I mean? Like, tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, don't I, put this in please because <laughs> <laughs> this is cancel worthy oh god yeah well it is going in but um, no we can't no, I'm going to get cancelled can't. can't use the yeah, you're not allowed. It's a politically incorrect word in this. Day I'll just, age. I'll beep it out. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Both times. Um, but yeah, I'm a massive fan of Alan Partridge. Just glad you picked that reference up. But yeah, yeah I didn't go to university. Nice. I um, was just get, got cracking on the business side of things. Too cool for school. Well, no, actually, the re- the main reason I didn't go to university was because at that particular time in life, I was in my band and I was playing gigs all the time and if i went to university i'd have to stop my music career uh, mm. as it was then and yeah i didn't want to stop my music career because it was all i lived for basically yeah no i get that i think ultimately you have to pursue passions rather than oh absolutely i don't regret it at all it was like the best times of my life quite easy. i think the, the sad reality of university is i only really went to professionally procrastinate so i made me feel like i was doing something in my life but then arguably because i've been to university i can now claim certain things like when i talk about psychology in the in the youtubes i can be like go on masters got this bit of paper then i can be like well tfnl turning into business god degree in that as well you know what though i, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said about some employers, they, they look for a university degree, not because of what you did, but because of what you would have had to have done to have achieved a degree. It, you would have had to have stuck at something for three years. Yeah, You yeah. would have had to have you know committed to learning something new, so being teachable, mm. um, working with others, you know, turning, showing up on time. Yeah. Because I know university students that, you know, we don't always show up on time. I was always late. I, I don't think I even went to many lectures in my first year or my third year. Sorry, Mum, Dad. For legal reasons, I cannot comment on this. Good. Oh, by the way, um, I don't know if this is a good idea or not. Uh-huh. I haven't, I haven't sorted out the the effective sound yet. But I was thinking sometimes in the podcast when we ramble a little bit, we need like almost like a a button to press that just throws a sound up to basically say just stop talking and change the subject. Okay. Have you got a noise ready to go? No, no, I haven't. That's the thing. Oh, but do you okay. think do you, do you think that's a good idea that we it should? It could be. Is it like when they do? We need like a button in the middle of the table that you're allowed to press when, like, literally, Fuck you he's button. he's talking way too much about something that's not interesting. Let's just change the subject. Everything's move interesting. On. I love how you you start off by saying when we ramble, and you're like when he rambles. This is, <laughs> I'm like, going to call this ageist don't because I'm the punches. youngest. It's a personal. Well, anyway, just be wary of the fact that there might be. A klaxon of sorts it's like prime minister's question time when it's like the light comes on it's like you have 10 seconds let me just go on youtube now and get, you know, have you, get do you know what that is prime minister's i do question know time. it'll stress me out not prime minister's question time no i'll take that back i know what you mean though it's when they do the elections i'm just gonna get a klaxon Hello. sound effect from the youtube from YouTube. the youtube yeah i mean we're going back to university quickly i actually did a degree in health and fitness management and surprise surprise he's using it i now manage health and fitness <laughs> well that's kind of good in a way that worked that yeah, worked but, you out know, well but, but i started that degree not knowing that's what i wanted to do but i got told you need to go to university and do something i think my friend works in recruitment they basically said for most degrees unless it's a specialized subject like law medicine something like that they don't care i've seen i know so many people who have history degrees 
that work in an irrelevant field because Art it doesn't history. matter what the degree is in it's the fact that you've got a degree do and you have the competence of, of, of i competence can tell of. you now that i know so many people who got into fitness and personal training and after maybe a year maybe two maybe less they became they got into recruitment what the fuck is that i know i know a lot of people too because slipping, not, what is the deal with recruitment man i mean there needs to be a the company money. there needs to be a company there must be a company that recruits recruitment people because yes loads it's do you know what it is oh. it's because people get into the fitness industry with no business and being a coach yeah. unpopular opinion but some people have but no business they being a coach be, they think it'll be easy they think that it's treated like a summer job like oh i they mistake passion for like authority and competency it's like i like training therefore i'll be a good coach it's like no you have to have a certain skill set to be a good coach you have to be very patient with people to start off with and you have to be very teachable yourself and not be like oh, i've got my level three now i must know everything it's like no you've got a bit of paper that means people can't really sue you they will try still if you do something oh, wrong. they will they will and it's like not everyone should be a coach so it's like they go into coaching because they like fitness they get told all the money they're going to earn they don't earn enough money because they're not a good coach the, uh, crap. and then they so they go to the next job which promises them lots of money up front recruitment yeah but then they realize recruitment is quite cutthroat yeah it's not, it's not as easy as people think from what i've heard my friend was a hairdresser and he went into recruitment and within like three months he realized he hated life yeah. and went back to hairdressing they're usually quite cool and incentivized yeah like, yeah you know let's all go on holiday to ibiza together yeah if you tra- if you work until 11 o'clock at night all all week every day for the rest of your life we'll all just go to vegas and do loads of cocaine and stuff all the drugs i did recruitment for a few months in london did you go to vegas and do drugs i did not do that i worked um <laughs> i worked in london for a few months and the, the company was nice but i was sold the dream too and it was just one of those things it was like every thursday we go and get drunk and then everyone spends friday with a hangover because it's london and it's like if you don't make any money after the first couple of months everyone's like what are you up to yeah so, if you want to if you want to get over to the kitchen just get on one of the little micro scooters just by your desk there and just scoot on over to the kitchen and if you need to get to the ground floor there's a slide that just slides down yeah you're good to go the thing it's is like google that's yeah, actually thinking google the thing is getting to recruitment obviously being sold a dream it's like recruiters are really good at recruiting they recruited you well to sell you yeah, a dream they are. it's such a shame it's anyway, almost like a look, oh that's the wrong thing that's not right that's like for that. later oh that's we, for later. That's for later. You're gonna you're gonna get that later. Can Ooh. we fire our sound technician? Because that was <laughs> sound weak. technician needed. That's the move on sound, right? That's giving yeah, that's me good. that's giving me anxiety. I like that. Is that too much, or should it be more of a sound effect? Also, we can't fire him because it'd just be you and me talking to each other in a room. No, I'm, gonna cu- I'm cutting that last bit out anyway, so it's fine. Thanks, mom. But yes, right. Um, <sighs> Got you doing front double bicep here. Christmas. How was everyone's Christmas? We uh, all survived it. Painfully underwhelming. Just. I didn't do anything. My family, lot of my family don't even live in this country, so I spent it on pretty much. Why did they all just move away from you? That's Wait, the question. Did you spend it on your own? No, no, no I didn't spend it on my own. I was going to say, oh, we're not doing that. I'm not allowing that to happen. No, no. You'd, you'd have been invited no. over to Harold's Country Manor where you could have all sat around an open fire and um, played charades and other things that posh people do. Am I posh? Do you, does he sound posh? What's that move on button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I feel attacked. You are pretty posh. I've, you know. You're just well spoken. Is this bullying? I stand up a no, little. No, it's not I, bullying I, at I all. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, we're probably just jealous because, you know. I sit up a little straighter when I'm around you. Just a little bit. Just because I'm like, oh, he's, he's here. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say anything anymore. 
I don't play. That is such a lie. You already started 2022 with a massive bullshit. (laughs) Forget this. Let's just do the intro. I'm trying not to talk as much because Mike told Anna that I'd talk too much and I'm never forgetting that. Let's just do the intro and then we can get past this on the other side of it, shall we? So I was thinking, new, it's New Year. That caught me off guard, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, that, you said that on the last one when I played yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, you, you keep catching me off guard. You're, you're on top of this, I like it. Well, my, th- my thought was, uh, New Year, New Me vibes, why not come in like a wrecking ball? I agree. I agree. Yeah. That, the original by Miley Cyrus is bloody splendid too. How do you, get, how do you come into a New Year? You come in like a wrecking ball. Definitely. Yes, that's what we do. And what better way to, to you know, symbolise that than a country and western version of that song? We should recreate. Have you ever seen the music video where she's like, in what, one of the most famous music videos yeah, in the world? In, yeah, I think I've like seen that in one, yeah. a, not a lot of clothing. We should recreate that. Um, have you got a wrecking ball to hand or something similar? I'm guaranteed we could find something. Okay, fine. I've guaranteed. got five meters of ceiling height in a gym. Oh, and there steel we go. girders and. and the flexing on his girders on us. The exercise balls. We just roll you in on an exercise ball. There you go. Good. In one of your special leggings. Um, yeah. Well, I thought I'd bring a little bit of uh, vibrance to to the opener there. I thought you liked that. I did actually enjoy that, and I don't really like country music. Well, all. yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of country music either. But um, it just another YouTube violation I could do without. So I went for a cover song. Nice. Um, but yeah, so uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, it is 2022. This is the third episode of Pump Fiction. Uh, I am Chris D. Fellows. He is Harry Moore. Yes. And to my right is the beautiful Mike Carter over there. Very beautiful. Um, yeah, find us on social media if you want to know what we look like and stalk us and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, hello, guys. How are we doing? Apparently, we're well. Are we well? I'm well. Are you well? I'm not, no. Oh, well, you're not. You're a bit troubled. Well, that's not the word I would use. I'd say bunged up, but okay, we'll go with troubled. We were supposed to record this uh, two days ago, but you phoned in sick. I did, Exposed. Mike exposed. (laughs) No, I I caught some kind of little flu, so my face is melting. Just to ratify that it wasn't the big C? It was not the big C. I did the big PCRs, and we're all good. Good. We are health and fitness. Coming at you. Yes, so you had good Christmases, you all did the usual stuff, we can get over, we can get past Christmas and move into New Year, New View vibes. I think so, I think that Christmas period is just, everyone's just a write-off, isn't it? So let's just move on to the juicy stuff. I don't want to forget about it, because all I did was eat so much, I only threw up, but that's pretty much every day. I thought you said that was what I was going to do. Yeah, but you can eat a lot more than I can. My appetite is quite underwhelming. That's why I never want to have an eating contest with you, because I'll get put to shame. That is some content on there, eating contest. No, I get get flavour fatigue. That's what I get. No, I get really bored of eating the same Wasn't thing. Wasn't that your rap name, Flavor, Flavor Fatigue? Well, I don't know. It is now. Flavor Fatigue? I've not heard that. I've heard well, of palate, palate Fatigue. Well, I'm making, I made up, yeah, thing, I'm making it up as we go along. If I eat too much of the same thing, I'm like, you know, I'm bored but of the same But that's flavor. why you've got to, you know, slide in some alternative flavors. If, so if you've had too much sweet stuff, you move on to a savory vibe and then... See, s- 
flip flop. The issue is, is unfortunately, I am a man of no flavour. So, no, I get bored of <laughs> as vanilla as they come. Literally, when it comes to food, I will I'm probably going to take that as a quote. I am, a, I am a man of no flavour. You've not seen me in the gym where all I wear is black and the occasional Hello Kitty top. Yeah, people have seen that. Um, but yeah, so two days show, uh, we were going to look at, we did put at the end of the last show because believe it or not, guys, I thought the professional thing to do would be to re-listen to the last episode as a little refresher. Mm. That's a bad idea. Well, I don't mind. I, I used to hate the sound of my own voice, but I've done so much of this now that I'm totally used to it, which is quite useful. So I thought I'd listen to it back just to confirm if we promised anything on the last show. And lo and behold, we said we would ask people for their New Year's resolutions which you did and you have results for me which is good um i did suggest maybe letting them know that you were going to potentially read them out just for you know no no just just thought you'd steal publicize people's personal thoughts that they shared with you which is fine welcome to the internet welcome we're not going to disclose names though no no we're not not and i also want to clarify if you if you are listening to this which is probably you're probably not if we ever ask something on the story Assume it may go in a podcast. Well, my thought was if you told people it may go in the podcast, then they might go, oh, uh, they might read me out. I'll tune in and therefore we'll get more listeners. But no, no. Just well, we'll try that on the Q&A for the next one. That's a good idea. A bit of A-B testing. As long as you yeah. just remind me because I will forget. Well, I'm, you know, I'm like the parent here that has to pester you two seemingly. I'm, I'm waiting for you to get fed up with me, but what can you do? Too late for that. Too late for that. Anyway, um... Yes, so where do we want want to get started? Should we do some of these New Year's resolutions then? Should we kick off with those or do you want to set your own New Year's resolutions? Do you have any? I was going to say, have you even set any? Uh, I've already failed two of mine. Really? It's very soon. It's only the 5th of January. What were the two you failed? Uh, no caffeine for January. That's I'm currently sat here with an Abe like energy drink. All black everything that stands for, right? Sure. And also, I had two coffees today, but I'm going to say that's because I'm ill and I just need the pick-me-up. God, you're such a such a sickly child, aren't you? Yeah, pastely. Yeah, he's definitely got the mummy's boy vibe about him. No? Yeah, there that's we go. That's why I call him mummy. Well, there you go. How does that even... Okay, <laughs> moving on. What, have you set yourself one, Harold? No, I haven't set any years resolution since I was born. Um, because ultimately, I just want to do better every year, but that shouldn't be determined by whether it's a new year or not. Oh, here we go. To be fair, I'm probably with Harold on this one in the sense that I don't set New Year's resolutions. I just set, uh, I just have plans, I suppose. I've got nothing against them. They're targets. They're not resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I ultimately need to undo the food I took in in the latter stage of last year. And that's pretty much the first thing I set out to do this year. And that won't take me very long. And then we'll go from there. I think, like, to clarify, I have no issue with New Year's resolutions. I think it's a really good means of, like, setting yourself a goal and kind of giving you that kind of emotional and mental trigger of let's start something now. But just for myself personally, I never really got along with them and I felt like I, I didn't... If I want to achieve something, I, I, I will just say this is something I'm going to work towards. It doesn't really matter when or where sort of thing. Well, we're in that point of the year already where gyms are filling up with the noobs and their New Year's resolutioners. Um, yes. But interestingly... Uh, you know, as we all know, most by March or February even, or even a couple of weeks. It's like 12 of, days sometimes. A lot of that has research. waned. Um, yeah. And it, it might be pertinent to discuss what people are doing wrong with mm. that. Well, I think one thing definitely is what actually you both just touched on, which is treating January like it's some magical, mythical month, which is going to kickstart something. Um, I think it 
it says more about the mentality around goal setting than anything. Yeah. It's actually wait. It's the whole, like, I'll wait till Monday. It's like, well, why don't you like, start on something now? Why wait until a day where it's going to be further in the future where you're probably going to find more excuses not to do it. Why don't you just start with something now and just get the ball rolling? Well, here's an interesting poll that I've just pulled up from uh, The Independent. This guy? There you go. I'm so glad you're here because Mike and I would be lost without you. Um, It basically is an article about how UK adults struggle to follow diet and fitness plans uh, in, you know, in New Year, New Me vibes. And it says a poll of 2,000 adults found that 32% feel they would never be successful when it comes to trying to stick to an exercise plan and 28% feel the same about eating healthily. So essentially people... Ex- fully expect to fail when they start these plans, which just seems absurd to me. First red flag. Well, massive, pretty, you know, pretty huge flag vibe there. Um, so it, what it usually comes down to is the fact that people just think the only way I'm going to, the only way I'm going to get where I need to be in like the space of one month is to go cold turkey and do extreme things. They've got no patience. So therefore they think I've got to do it all. I've got to do it all now. And so therefore... Instead of just making slight changes to their usual habits, they they completely change how they eat and their daily regime and their gym activities. They just do it all at once. So it's like literally, like when you try and when you're trying to fix a problem, you don't change everything at the same time because you'll never isolate where the problem is. So if you're treating your New Year New Me vibe as a problem, which in some ways it is then surely the best thing to do is to just change one thing at a time until you get, you know, you get the result mm. that you're looking for. It's like, I've, I think I heard it years ago as like an analogy of like a house and you've got all the electrics in the house. It's like something blows the fuse. So you're going to go round room by room and like figure out what you need to do to fix it. You wouldn't knock the whole house down and build a new house just because something tripped it. And I think that's exactly what you were touching on there about it's instead of it being a dial, which it should be, like slowly turn the dial it's a it's a flick of a switch it's all or nothing and the trouble with being a switch all or nothing is as soon as you deviate from your plan it's that whole fuck it mentality i fucked it now apparently nearly one in ten quit within the first 48 hours of uh like an like going cold turkey essentially yeah that doesn't surprise me Uh, because i see i know it's obviously not necessarily relevant to fitness but when i see people like i'm gonna quit drinking for january i see so many people post on like reddit like yeah i was gonna give up drinking for january it's january 2nd i'm absolutely hammered i'm like good start good start 21 percent admit that they often set themselves unrealistic goals or time frames i think that's probably one of the biggest issues when it comes to goal setting is people just set themselves up to fail Ultimately, that's why I was always a big believer in like, set yourself a small but really realistic goal because when you achieve it, you feel bloody fantastic. I smashed it. I'm ready to go again. If you set something that's just so far beyond comprehension and you can't immediately see the finish line, you're just going to flop. That happens even now when I'm enrolling clients onto any of my programs. It's like, right, how many days a week do you think you commit to the gym? It's like, I'm going to do five. I'm like, cool, let's start with one. But I can do five. Yeah, but let's just start with one. And then it's like, okay, well, I'll do five. And then it's like, how many times did you go to the gym last week? Um, once I'm like yeah cool it's because you, you set yourself far too much of a, a, high, a unrealistic expectation to the gym well, it's, you don't go to the gym it's, so. a, it's also the, cli- the client that comes and says I've got a holiday in two months I need to lose 10 kilos 10 kilos in two months yeah maybe being a little bit unrealistic there it's one of the things that like ultimately it's better to 
add than to take away and then say if you like okay i i can train five days a week you're like let's just do one because then we can go to two then we can go to three if you go to if you go straight to five and they're like, i can't hack it you go down to four then you go down to three you feel worse about yourself oh, having to take away whereas yeah. if you add to it you feel great saying you know what? i'm smashing two days a week i'm really really good i can now progressively overload and now go three days a week i'm really doing good things here i'm in a great mindset about it we're all good you're more likely to remain consistent mm. with it where if you take away you're like you know what? i'm failing Whereas if you, if you do well, you're succeeding. Yeah, it's like framing, isn't it? Contextualizing yeah, the habits. Yeah, absolutely. Completely. Yeah. I think for me, for anyone looking to uh, achieve something that they're setting out to do with fitness, then there's two, there's two things for me that are the most important for anyone who wants to get results, whether it's gaining muscle, getting lean, getting fitter, any of those things. Firstly, consistency. If you're not willing to be consistent, then you can't expect uh, a result because ultimately if it's a bit here and a bit there and okay, yes, we are saying that you should ease yourself in gradually, but you're working towards a level of consistency, which I think is not unreasonable. And then the second thing, which probably is most applied, well, is applied to the diet side of things. And again, whether you're trying to build muscle, lose fat, it is if you're not willing to be accountable with your diet, and by that I mean track your foods. It doesn't have to be exact, it just has to be just has to be, you know, there or thereabouts. If you don't track what you eat, you can't expect to get the result you're looking for, as far as I'm concerned. That's a big thing for me. I think it's one of the things of you almost go in slightly blind. At the end of it, you've got to do whatever's best for you, whatever you can remain most consistent with, which again, depends on the person. But similar to yourself, I'm quite meticulous with how I do things. I don't know if something's wrong if I'm not tracking it. Whereas if I'm doing something and something's not working, it's like, well, I can look at all the variables I'm considering, what needs to change? Whereas if I'm not considering any variables and just going in blind, it's like, well, I don't know where to begin. Uh, I agree. I uh, think I think a lot of for a lot of people, um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. I think for a lot of people, they basically... They, they find that the, th the thought of tracking food is just like too much for them. And yet they're willing to commit hours to their training every week. So they're, they're going to put in all the effort on the training, but they're not going to put any effort into th probably the most important side of it, which is what they do outside of the gym and put, you know, when they're eating and everything. And it just, it just boggles my mind that they're not willing to do that. Do you think that's kind of like an educational piece? Because they don't know what they're doing they have no context around how easy it actually could be if they just had the right systems in place so it's like anything you don't really understand it seems really difficult it's the same way when people watch people lift in the gym they learn that looks so difficult so like, yeah but if you spent time understanding how to do it and practicing it it would actually be very easy for you to do that too there is a there is a certain element of yes it would be useful to understand the concept of proteins carbs and fats but from a standard person who's probably looking to sh lose a bit of body fat, then really you just need to understand the calories to, as, a, as a priority. If anything, the two most important things would be ca calories and protein. Yeah, no, I agree. Everything else can be, yeah. a can be a variable. But if you're not willing to track your calories, then you're not going to see the weight come off. You might be able to lose a lot of weight just by really reducing more than you should. But then it will reach a point where it's unsustainable mm. and it just won't work. Whereas if you just take a little bit of time just to be a little bit more accountable, maybe use something like MyFitnessPal or however you want, just to understand, just to get a total calorie and ideally a bit of protein info, then mm. the minute you gain control of 
what you're doing with your food, then everything else just falls into place beautifully. Definitely. And that's what I, that's what I've found. That's what so many clients have found over the years that it was the, they, they were going to personal trainers for years and they, they doing all right, but they weren't really getting where they wanted. The minute they were persuaded to finally start tracking, they first of all realized, oh my God, I didn't realize how much fat was in an avocado. They didn't realize how much, you know, how many calories were in a, you know, the, the sugar they were putting in their coffee or the, the milk they were putting in their coffee and all these things that just add up mm-hmm. and they don't realize. So it's all that stuff. And that, for me, that's the only way. Consistency and tracking is yeah. absolutely vital for getting where you want to be. I think you need to bring awareness to the situation. So I always think tracking, even if it's just for a week and doing, and if you're someone that doesn't like to track very often, just coming back to tracking every now and again just to check that you're on course because I think you'll be surprised how quickly you'll move away and I think beginners should definitely track in some way because I think yeah. you need to have that awareness because your your food under, your food knowledge understanding what goes into food is so low but I think you as you become a bit more of a, a nutrition ninja you can move a little bit more to intuitive eating but that takes a long time to get there you can't just pick stuff up and eat it and be like yeah I know what's in that I'm at a point now where I've been doing it for so long that I can pretty much eat for a whole day knowing roughly what what protein carbs and fats I've nailed and I you know I can add it up at the end of the day if I need to or if I don't if I'm not being precise then I'll just I'll be there or thereabouts but that's only because I've been doing it for so long mm. um but, you know, we're not saying to cut everything out that you enjoy. The best thing you can do is just to, I know this sounds ridiculous, right? But if you like, if you like drinking alcohol at the weekend and let's say you sustain a body weight and you drink, let's say you drink five pints of beer throughout a week, right? If you reduce that to three pints of beer throughout the week, then you're still going to be reducing yeah. your calories. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the big thing that helped me when I kind of got into like bodybuilding and fitness is I was I was baffled by how to approach eating because obviously the the idea is when you are like 19 years old getting bodybuilding oh it's chicken and broccoli six times a day you had to eat six times a day well, it's only when I started realizing that, oh my lord calories actually mean something suddenly it all clicked into place and I was far more consistent because I realized I didn't have to eat chicken and broccoli six times a day I just had to monitor what I'm eating and ensure it kind of roughly met the numbers I'd set. As soon as I figured it was really that simple, like literally everything just went bang. Yeah. And I gained a lot of weight and a lot of strength within a good like year and a half. And I was like, I've wasted three years, two years not doing this. I was almost like annoyed at myself. Starving yourself. Because I thought calories, yeah. the thing I thought to understand nutrition to a basic level to actually reach my goals was far more complicated than it actually was. Then when I realized it is literally as simple as calorie surplus to gain weight, I was like, it, wow. well, that, that puts you off there, doesn't it? Because if you yeah. think something's really difficult to understand, you're going to not even oh, yeah. bother trying, are you, to try and no, understand it? But then, like, I think going back to what you said earlier about adding first, if you add more protein to your diet, even if you don't change anything else, satiety of eating protein, the benefits of having yeah. more quality protein sources in your diet, you'll start to admit certain foods anyway because you won't be hungry so you just won't reach for the snacks because you'll be full of protein the average person really underestimates how much protein is required in order to build muscle and and in the process of dieting to not lose muscle Mm. that is always massively undervalued and i know there's there's conflicting you know arguments for and against that side of things but genuinely like if you as mike says if you 
people are surprised how much protein they have to eat in order to build muscle yeah, definitely. definitely i actually had this conversation with someone yesterday they sent me a friend of mine messaged me saying how much protein do you eat today i told them that probably about 270 280 grams of protein and they were baffled that's grams right yeah 270 to 280 grams of protein a day but bear in mind not saying anyone else should do that there are factors to consider but they asked what you have yeah, not then, what they should well, have that's the thing. and then they said you know. they were lost so she's a woman she's recently got into training about a month or two ago and she was like I can't even get 60 grams I said well, if you actually figure out what to eat I said there's, you get a solid sized chicken breast that's most of your 60 grams right there you could eat a chicken breast eat. Like, it's, it, once you realise what you can eat you're like it's actually not that hard like if I have two tuna steaks that's 60 grams of protein right there that's it. her daily goal is in a meal that she could split over two probably quite easily. And you can also progressive overload your diet as well. Yeah, like yeah. you start by eating healthier foods and then as you train more, you, your appetite increases. So you're like, I'm yeah, yeah. a little bit more food now. Then you figure out when you start struggling to eat, if you are like pursuing the, the goal of getting bigger, you figure out where can I get calories in without really noticing the calories, i.e. intra-workout carbs, post-workout be, I'd be surprised if many people listening to this right now are worried about trying to get as many. Well, <laughs> one can as dream. One can dream. Aim big, right? Yeah, literally. I thought we were all trying to look like sea bum. Yeah, we're all trying to look like Chris Bumstead. Sea bum is that some kind of mythical creature? Oh, he's a one. He is a little bit mythical to me and Harry. To be fair, he's um, he's the champion, Mister Olympia of the classic physique uh, side of things. He's three times. He basically looks like how Arnold used to look in his glory days, but just leaner and bigger. And to like arguably, depending is subjective, uh, better. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, he, I, okay. would, I think he is pretty, like, immaculate. Yeah, I think, uh, regarding aesthetics, c probably has the most aesthetically pleasing physique I've ever seen on a human. And on that point, you've triggered a thought in my brain oh, no. about um, another reason why I think people fail in pursuit of oh. certainly goals i know where you're going already oh yeah with this i see what this is is they look at those kind of people who are freaks of nature they've got everything dialed in all kinds of stuff going on and they think that is the pinnacle that is what i'm aiming for all kinds of stuff going on is that yeah. code for they take loads of gear i think the, the sad reality that a lot of the younger men i would say in the industry probably come from tiktok if they were ever listening to this need to understand is that there are certain boxes to be a c-bomb that need to be ticked not only do you have to have elite work ethic you also have elite genetics and that falls into you need to be a hyper responder to resistance training mm-hmm. either man could do a, like ronnie coleman prime example train biceps unbelievable here and there he does that i don't really do i do i do one exercise here and there 24 inch arms do you mean it's a joke but and then, then you also gonna be a hyper responder to peds i.e you can take a little amount and get a lot from it That's and you also the steroids basically yeah peds about. performance enhancing drugs not necessarily steroids but in that kind of they fall into the pd category and then also the fact that you need to be able to take a lot of potentially a lot of gear again being steroids whilst experiencing little to minimal side effects we'll say because some people will hop on a cycle of test and they're like i can't hack it mm. 250 milligrams of test they're like which is what many would deem to be a, a, a like an average starting cycle they're like my skin was breaking out uh i was i felt watery i, di- I didn't feel feel good blah, blah, blah. but other people can take a gram which is a, a lot and be like yeah i feel fine and you're like so just ba- different spots. so basically loads of stars have aligned in order for him yeah. to step on that stage yeah, and look, get that trophy at yeah. the end of the day with when it, it just to really bore people with uh, professional bodybuilding chat when you look at the best bodybuilders ultimately yes they take a lot of performance enhancing drugs and growth hormones and all sorts of crazy scary stuff but it's the combination of that with hard work 
and talent and incredible genetics. It's just, as Harry says, the stars have aligned to make yeah. them look like that. Mm. I think the way I always put it is there's this big misconception that if you take gear, you're lazy. And granted, some people will take it out of laziness. The younger guys, but I can't be asked to work and build up a yeah, natural base. Yeah, I'd say 50% of the yeah, young it, guys in the gym who are on something are just lazy. Because yeah, and I completely back that. But I think what people don't understand is gear is not going to make you a mutant. You're not going to be a C-bum. Gear is going to raise your ceiling. You have to do something to catch that ceiling. There's no, there's no guarantees no. attached to well, it. The way I would say it is everyone's like, oh, I could look like that if I went on steroids. I said, no, you couldn't. Because I could take every drug in the world. I could train my ass off. I could do everything right. And I guarantee you now... You'll I will still have tiny calves. Literally. I will never like literally. I could take. I could do everything in the world, every drug, and I will never beat Usain Bolt in a race. It will never happen. No amount of steroids will help me do that. I will still never beat Chris Bumstead in like in the Olympia. I just my stars have not aligned, and that's okay. I think. I think I just get disappointed with the fact that everyone like follows everything on social media. We talked about it before, but pretty much every single Gymshark athlete out there, other than the professional sports people, which probably does include them as well are enhanced in some way. I actually saw something quite interesting about that. There's a guy on TikTok I follow called Kale PT. He's a really solid dude. He's very similar to that JPG coaching guy. He really speaks about biomechanics and but he calls out a lot of bullshit in the industry, which I appreciate. And he basically said, like, the issue with the Gymshark kind of era is they've really kind of, I think, made the fake natty trend popular where a lot of people go on enhancements, like potentially these athletes, and then claim they were natural, thus leading to unrealistic expectations mm. and essentially contributing to the slaughtering of body image issues amongst younger individuals and maybe even the older individuals. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because then people then have to take gear because like, well, that person's natural and they look like that well, and I am natural and I don't look like that. So I need to take something to look like that. And then it just self-perpetuates. And then you kind of argue, is it necessarily the athlete's fault in the sense that there has been speculation that in the contract that they have stated you cannot, you cannot speak about enhancements you cannot tell people you are enhanced if you are enhanced so to get around that you either don't say anything about it at all mm. steve cook prime example he just wouldn't speak about it or you claim natural yeah it's like well now you're lying but you're lying because your contract is kind of put you into a position where you, Do you have think to people will just deny it though because they think then the people will just dismiss all of their achievements because of like, oh, well, you took gear. So I think that's a concern. I think it's a very fair concern because unfortunately a lot of people do dismiss you. I've actually had someone comment on the video saying, I wouldn't take advice from someone who takes steroids. It's like, you know, he still has a PhD. But then that what, just goes to changes? prove your point, which yeah. is like gear is not a guarantee. That's, yeah. that's people don't understand. And that kind of circles back to my point about people used to think, well, they still do think that bodybuilders physique is the pinnacle of fitness and what you need to look like and what everyone that goes to the gym, that's what they're actually aiming for. And I think what's great is sports like powerlifting, strongman, CrossFit have shown you all kinds of different physiques that are very achievable in different ways, which don't have to involve eating chicken and rice and dieting yeah. right down. And I think what hopefully we'll see in the next five to 10 years are people who are want a 10 out of 10 body, like a bumstead. Chris Bumstead. That's yeah. the one. Yep. Shane. How do you not know his name? I do know. I kind of know of him, but not enough. He's like, say he's 10 out of 10. And it's like, you're two out of 10 right now. It's like, actually, do you know how good a six and a seven out of 10 body would look on you? Well, that's that's another issue I actually saw pop up, which is because of all these, like it's normalized that the enhanced physique is natural. And all these people are claiming natural, which again, you do you. But personally, I don't back lying about it. Just don't speak about it. it the guys who have actually achieved something naturally are now being called shit and say your physique's awful. But actually, no, for a natural physique, that's really impressive. Yeah. That's, that's is, that six but, out of 10 you're talking about. It's a really impressive physique. But this is what I've had for the last, you know, however many years I've been training. 
So like I got my I've got myself into pretty good shape I think. And if I say I say this often, if I had if I could go back in time and show and find myself in the style of uh, back to the future and show myself a picture of what I can what I will look like in, you know, 10 8 8 years time or whatever, I'd have been like, "Wow, I'll take that. Oh, this is yeah. brilliant. Bite this your hand is off great. For it. I'd bite yeah. your hand off for it." But now I'm here because of everything that surrounds me and the fact that you know, I train with other people like Ryan, John Baptiste, my other podcast presenter that I work with, who's just an incredible Olympia athlete and all these other people on social media that I follow and other people that I've worked with that just look incredible. I'm now feeling back to, back, you, you might as well be back at square one because in my mind, I just don't look that great compared to these people. But ultimately, if I take a step back from it and look and look at myself, by all means, feel free to look at me on social media I'd be quite happy with that. As you as you should. I think it's just But this sad. is the problem, isn't it? Because it's like all these Gymshark athletes and all these, you know, famous people on social media, they've all got that way because, you know, they've enhanced themselves to get there and that's normalized yeah. the process of take of doing that. So look, I'm I think we've done enough chat about I'm gonna klaxon myself. We've done enough chat about drugs. Again. We seem to have stumbled into we it. We do love it. Again. Yeah. Um just kids just stay off drugs and this you know, applies to all genders like i think all genders have their own issues regarding this and all genders are in dabbling mm. with with peds oh yeah it's just as much in with the women as yeah. in with the guys uh, actually arguably more so than a lot of people realize unfortunately there's different drugs that do different things at yeah. the end of the day yeah it's not just a steroid you take there are many um but yeah anyway i think we should go back to the kind of primary topic of the podcast which is let's discuss some new year's resolutions obviously we've kind of given our take on them and we think yeah sure if that helps you fantastic but obviously you, yourself and my uh chris and i uh rather just kind of stay with things as they are etc etc interestingly before we move on during the christmas period i found myself watching um various documentaries uh so i watched the 14 peaks one uh, which is a mountaineering one, which is amazing. And I watched uh, Free Solo, which is the guy that climbed El Capitan without ropes. And then I watched The Dawn Wall, which is another rock climber. I don't know if you've seen any of those, Harry. I've heard of them. I haven't seen them. My dad they, is an avid climber. They are mind-blowing. Very good. Motivational, like crazy people that just do insanely amazing things. Okay, it's rock climbing and mountaineering, which doesn't sound brilliant, but my God, they're gripping. Mm. And so I watched good, that. Good pun, by the way. Oh yeah, it's not bad, is that it? That was quite funny. That was really good. Uh, I didn't even didn't even register. I wa- I watched those, and then I also happened to watch the uh, Beatles documentary, which is another thing. Obviously, I come from a music background, so I end up watching all this stuff, which is all these incredible people achieving incredible things. And I just let, literally at the end of all that just felt really fucking inadequate. It was re- it was really <laughs> detrimental to me. I hate myself because you are so good. It's mm. like. Oh. What, what, I sat back and thought, "What have I? I've not achieved anything on this grandeur, you know. What you know? What am I going to do about that? Are, you, are oh. you one of those that would sit and watch like bodybuilding montages before you go into the gym, like sat in the car park, and you're just looking at like old Arnold and Ronnie Coleman and just being like, yep yeah. I'm going to lift some weights now. That's literally me. I, so that's I, I, I wondered what the glow was every time I walked past your car. You were like, not, what is he doing? When we were at Pulse 8 together, which is a gym Chris and I used to train at many years ago, I would, before the gym, used to have about an hour of motivational bodybuilding <laughs> videos and I'd get, to the, I'd get to the car park and I'd watch one before I went in. Do you know what though? That, so this, good. I think that's, that, I'm all for that. And, and I, know, I know I moaned about those 
the the uh, feeling inadequate side of things. But watching those programs and that you know, especially the like the the dorm wall, for example, it did motivate me to be like, no, I'm gonna, I you know, they just didn't give up. They just they just did what they had to do, and there's no reason why any of us can't just be more committed to something. But there's always going to be someone that's out there working harder than you. So you just watch them work hard and be like. God damn it, I can work hard. I'm going to go work hard now. I think it, it's how you take it. Some people will obviously go engage in the comparison and ultimately negatively impact their self-esteem by doing so, which again it is likely and it's not something you should ever encourage, obviously that kind of comparison. But other people take away from it saying, you know what, they're doing a lot. I want to do more. Mm. So you, is it, how are you going to go from it? You're going to say they do a lot. I feel crap or they do a lot. I'm going to do a lot. Now. That, that can go into quite a deep chat then about like how yes. you actually talk about yourself like do you do you talk to yourself like you're someone you care about or do you talk to yourself about someone that you don't care about and if you yeah. talk about you tweet yourself about like someone you I'll really tell myself on a bit of a I know what you, I know what you mean then do you know what I mean Say what? Yeah. yeah there you go so it's one of those things it's all the self talk if you yeah. have positive self talk then you'll watch someone else working hard you'll be like good for you I'm going to go do something if you don't talk to yourself very nicely you'll be like I don't want to watch that because that reminds me about the risks and the effort I'm not willing to put in. Yeah, myself. no, I think I think that's fair. I think we're all guilty of it. Yeah, some, I'll definitely all the time, every day. Plenty. Yeah, you know, I agree. I do it in loads of parts of my life. So there you go. Right, so let's let's move on. Okay, well, I'm trying to think of some. I haven't actually read through these yet. Think of some. Well, I'm trying to look. I've got many, many actually. So, Mike, after you, did you get any good ones? I've I've got some I've got some alright ones yeah I've got actually quite a few that have mentioned the gym so shout out to those people who said that they've just joined the gym or they're planning to join the gym and they're very excited would to highly train. recommend joining East Park Gym it's a fantastic place fantastic community and if you ever see me around I'm a staff member they won't admit it I'll slip you that tenner later oh by the way can you get some more chest machines please oh Thanks. yeah we were going to talk about this were we we well, need, we need to we need to put a petition together for more. You know, it's like the most to, to a guy. It's like International Chess Day is a thing. Every day, we need more chess machines, Michael. What can you do? I will get back to you on that. This is I, an I, intervention. This is okay. I did wonder what the banner and the balloons were for. Um, <laughs> I I actually do want to get. There's a plate loaded Watson machine. Shout out Watson. Does it converge? With, with tag. It does converge. Thank you. That's all I want. Um, Sexy. So there is, biomechanics, there is space for it as well. Is I've already where are we going to put it? That is to be revealed. I don't want to tell you. I just want to put a bow around it and then just like be. It's here. I'll probably cry. Yeah, Go ahead. I probably, probably cry. Will. Yeah, if you if you could if you could met, let me and Harry come to the grand unveiling of it, we'll cut the rope on it or whatever. Yeah, get you it. some big novelty scissors. Oh, let's do it. No one lets you, no one trusts me with scissors, so I would really they're novelty, appreciate they're that. They're not even sharp. Yeah, but that's fine. No one trusts me with anything. I just really appreciate some some trust. Right, let's move on. So, mm. I think I got like I'm looking at, like I got some different ones. Some of them are think about learning another language, things like that. Other more fitness related, lose twelve and a half kilos. Uh, and also about more steps, more water, more reading. Well, that's quite I good. Quite like, I think that's a really nice one because it's just, it's realistic and it's not giving you this unrealistic number, I want to do 100,000 steps or something stupid. It's just, I want to do a bit more. I think the best resolutions are the ones that are just going to, you know, enhance you a little bit. And I don't mean performance enhance. Again, um, and, so and, back. and I don't, and, and again, it's like, like I like the one that says someone who wants to lose twelve kilos. That's fine, but that's 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 not a resolution as much as this is that that's something that you need to plan for. Because a resolution you could quite easily just give up on. If you want to lose twelve kilos, then you need to get a plan in place. Because mm. basically, you know, a goal without a plan is just a dream. 
oh i like that yeah and i think with that that goal it's like something that immediately screams out to me as a coach is like you've not really set yourself any parameters to achieve that goal he's like i could i could help you lose 12 kilos now cut both your arms and legs off Ta-da! yeah all right i mean yeah but john try it <laughs> i have the saw do you, you've got scissors apparently i'm just saying novelty scissors yeah but i can do something with them but yeah, so setting, your, that, setting yourself a goal such as, a, you know, to lose a certain amount of weight or to gain weight or anything like that, that's not really a resolution for me. That's just something that requires a plan. Get a plan in place. Get someone to help you if you need the help. Uh, the worst thing you could do is go about it on your own and not have, you know, a clue. If you're experienced and you know what you're doing, then fine. But if you don't know what you're doing, then ask for help in that situation. Set smarter goals. Isn't That's still a smart goal. Michael, but you just oh, he said Michael. But, in trouble. but it just Naughty. requires a little bit. You just need to step back and say, right, can I do this on my own? Can I get the best? How will I get the best possible results? Does it require asking for help? Maybe you might have to pay for some help. At yeah, the, end of the day. But the, I meant the acronym SMART. Yeah, yeah. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, realistic, and time. Because that's why I picked up the time thing. Because it's like if you set a time on something, you're more likely to stick to a plan. To yeah. it, do you, you want me to klaxon you right now? What's come on? Right, let's move on. I back you, Mike. I'm on your side here. What I also like about those goals are they are based on effort rather than a reward. Yeah, I like that. That's that's a good way to look at it. Focus really on ones, the actually. focus on the effort you have to put in to do something because it's all about the journey. You, you are motivational today. I am. You've been watching some TED talks again. Maybe. What is a TED talk? It's a talk on uh, on stage. You've not seen TED. You never seen TED talk? Is uh, was it, seen right there was that, Is it got like Mark Wahlberg in it and a teddy bear? We're, we're on very different wavelengths right now. <laughs> what is we're, it? we're in different rooms. What is a TED talk? It's basically a an event where it could be anywhere. It could be in California. It could be. In is it London. like a, what's his name? Robbins. Um, it, well, it's, a, it's a public speaking event where they bring in different speakers from uh, different backgrounds. And so it could be have, anything. So you could have a spoken word poet. You've had na- bodybuilders go in and speak about natural bodybuilding on there. You've got all sorts. My friend actually did a TED talk about education system. So and essentially, it's just a knowledgeable chat about someone's journey and how it can help inspire inspire other people. Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. lecture. And they what tend- does TED stand for? It's probably Ooh. someone's name, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I don't know that. All I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my uh, assistant. Totally excellent discussions. Maybe, to be honest. I be surprised. He's Googling it. Fact check. Just talk amongst yourselves. All right, carry on. I've got some good ones. I've got... Uh, Improve my relationship with food. That's quite nice. That's interesting. I think relationship with food is a tricky one because there's so many... Like, a lot of people who've who've got themselves in a bad way physically usually there was an emotional trigger involved and stuff like that so a relationship with food is a, is an interesting one because it's like well at the end of the day food tastes good so mm. and restricting yourself to the point where you i think this uh, from a diet diet stance i think the key is not to cut out stuff that you like yeah balance you're most likely to remain consistent if you can actually stick like do you mean like is the uh, path of like i guess the optimum results is on paper, this may be optimal, but if you can't stick to it, you, it's not really optimal for you. Correct. If you actually like, you know what, I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna do this and we eat in my surplus, my deficit, but I'm actually gonna eat the foods I enjoy as well. You're probably gonna stick to it. The, a lot sho- the shocking thing that a lot of people don't really understand is I could have a, I could go to McDonald's every day and I st- and still hit my targets if that makes sense. Well, there was that documentary, wasn't there? Super Size Me. I mean, it, it wasn't good for his guts, and I wouldn't recommend eating yeah, McDonald's I would every not day. Recommend that at but, all. 
when yeah when you're actually talking about the context of what you're trying to achieve you if it's calories then yeah you just get your calories where you can but health should also be part of that conversation because it's all very well looking good but then if also if you don't feel very well then i'd love to see his blood work after that oh, he was messed hor- up yeah he was messed up it's Big a time. it's a really fascinating documentary to watch it's an old one but it's yeah. a good one yeah i haven't seen it i saw it years ago it's probably on the yeah. first documentaries i ever really got into of that kind of nature super size what, what was the thing it was it was like he would always order a mcdonald's and if they asked right so if he asked him if he wanted to go large he would have to say yes. yeah yeah, yeah. and in in america yeah. i think it's more common than it is yeah. here do you want to go large because i've never i don't think i've ever anywhere. couldn't imagine you going large all I know is large. Previous, just not myself. Previous girlfriends were constantly asking you to go large and you were just incapable. And that's why I'm single, guys. <laughs> I'm exposed. Oh, yeah. So just just for the record, Harry is single. And uh, look, if you're... Don't don't friend zone this guy, all right? Stop friend zoning this guy. He needs he needs love like any any like you guys do. We like, need like a little romantic. Who's friend zoning me? I don't I don't have any friends to get be put in the if, zone too. If you've ever if you've ever you know had you know a fondness for this guy and you want to pursue that, then you need better choice of men. I just consider speaking to your parents. Give give Harry a chance, all right? Maybe I wouldn't do that. Maybe be the one to ask him out. Yeah, um, social anxiety. I'd probably be sick. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with um, you I'd probably cough say sorry can we just kind of okay okay bye hack squat, just bye. vomit all over them and walk away literally I'm far too you're like the joker aren't you or something like that I'm very anxious technology entertainment design Ted that I prefer Chris's one to be honest totally excellent, excellent discussion that one yeah, I yeah, thought that was cool. nicer because they are pretty guess excellent. when they started <sighs> is this interesting 1999 no 1984 so they've been really? around for a while so YouTube Obviously, put them on the map. That was when I was yeah. fucking born. Wow, no comment. February twenty third. Yeah. No, twenty third. Yes, but was it September? Oh, you yeah, no comment. So maybe that maybe my parents gave a TED talk the month after I was conceived. Maybe that That's was the first talk. We all love to miracle think child. That. Yeah, exactly the miracle child. Um, let's move on. Uh, another one was improve my mental health. Yes, I like that. But what? then, how do you go about? How, that, that's massive. Well, I think I think you need to almost be a bit more specific in the sense that, like, what what is a mental health hindrance that you are overcoming? Could it be anxiety? Could it be depression? Could it be an eating disorder? Could it be all of them? Do you mean like where where we're going to start? I think I think the key thing with that is like I'm not a psychologist. I think that's your job, Harold. Is that Hi. the best way to the best way to improve your mental health is actually to to dedicate time for your mental well being to to cut off from think, all the influences that make you ignore your mental well-being i think there are a lot of things that kind of contribute to it ultimately uh for a lot of people mental health or declining mental health can be a result of lack of purpose not really having a reason uh in the realm of depression maybe when it comes to like body image related things it could be something as simple as removing external influences that you follow that look amazing and make you feel like crap bin them all off right interesting one and i was gonna bring this up actually i've over the christmas period well, December, no, after holiday, I remember saying that I was feeling a bit down in the last show, but especially between Christmas and getting back to work this week for me, I felt very depressed. And it's interesting that you say that because obviously throughout that, I had no desire to get off the sofa and do anything. I didn't train as much as I would normally. Uh, it self-perpetuated cycle of eating bad foods that made me sleep in longer, I stayed up later, didn't want to train, felt very unmotivated. You felt not you. Yeah. Well, what I was going to... But been, that comes down to the fact that I had no purpose. Well, I was going to say with you, it, I'm not surprised because ultimately I've known you, what, 10 years now? Something, well, probably about eight years or something along those lines. 
And you've always been somebody who's very much dedicated a lot of time to a routine. You're a very structured individual. When you go through that kind of the unknown period of Christmas and New Year, where you're kind of just floating, again, you don't have a purpose, your eating's off. If your eating's off, your training's probably off. If your training's off, your sleeping's probably off as well. All these variables that you usually control really well are now off. Therefore, you're not quite you, and you are just floating. It's brutal. Honestly. Yeah, it's horrible. As much as I, as much as I enjoy a bit of a mental reset, as we said before. It's hard. It's I hard. think I think I had to get to grips with it and basically say, look, this is a controlled period of... This is a controlled period of relaxation, if that makes sense. I know it's not necessarily good foods. I know I could be more productive, but maybe it's okay to not be mm. productive. But it was really hard for me to to, to to put that in a box and say, it's all right. Yeah. I think you hold yourself at such high standards, it, sometimes you almost feel guilty for having a bit of a, an unwind. But that's why people end up with depression. And I felt like I was kind of bombing down into a very depressive state because of that. I feel a lot better just for the fact that today... You know, I did some good work today out and about and so on. And I, you know, and back doing this with you guys, suddenly I feel like I'm back seeing clients again and stuff. Suddenly I feel like, yeah, okay, I've got, you know, I'm back in. Normality back in. has resumed. Yeah, You're you got, again. I've got, I'm back into training this week as, as I was before. And suddenly everything starts to feel a bit normal again. And I'm yeah. feeling more myself. That's why I like, because I find, I've, especially over the recent years, I found the Christmas period a lot harder. It used to be, Christmas used to be my favourite day of the year. And as, the, as I got a bit older and I started to get more structured with what I'm trying to achieve, my goals a bit more like concrete. When a period arise that would maybe throw me off that path, I found it similar to you. I found I felt lost. and I was like I was floating and just felt messy. I just didn't feel me. Mm. So now, like this year, I'm trying to, or last year now, technically, I very much try to keep as many things as consistent as possible, like training Christmas Eve, as soon as the gyms are back, training again, but just allowing me that that Christmas day, I'm not going to track, I'm not going to train, I'm just going to mm. do whatever, and probably overeat, which is bloody fantastic, and then try and get into that rhythm straight away. It's just hard because the Christmas and New Year period, everything's out of whack. Yeah. It's only one like today's, or yesterday technically, when normal hours resume, it feels like the world is spinny again. Mm. It's just hard to try and get through that 10-day period. And I'm the same as you two. Mm. Like, if I, like when I was ill, I didn't do as much work but I did a little bit every day because I was like, that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, we're told to relax a lot. It's like, well, if you're forcing me to do nothing that I like to do, and that causes me more stress than just doing a little bit of what I like to do, which has caused me a little bit of stress, then maybe I should just continue to do a little bit of what I like to do. Maybe I shouldn't remove myself completely from what I enjoy doing because actually that causes me much more stress than actually just keeping a little bit of a pulse on it. Yeah, no, so. absolutely. I completely, I completely understand that. Anyway. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. But, but here well, we are. welcome back. Welcome back. I'm glad you're back. Back in the room, guys. And yeah. also, uh, you know, I'm feeling better. I felt last show I was very consumed by the hacking that was uh, Understandably. put upon yeah. me. Understandably. Any, any updates on that? I haven't had any more. He hacked them back. I haven't had any <laughs> he more. He now is a trillionaire. <laughs> I haven't had any more money siphoned from me. And I'm, you know, everything's all under control and I'm happy again, which is all good. Well, yes. I think it goes without saying that if you ever aren't going through a period of a blip you know just text us do you know we what, can hang that, out we don't have to just do but we can hang out we are friends yeah we can we can he's like yeah yeah no yeah. But, yeah no but it is good that i feel that in uh, some of the best things that have come out of the last few years and and the whole mental health discussion is that people are way more freely open about talking about it like some of the group chats with some you know the older guys that i've known for years people in their 40s everyone's actually now will occasionally 
check on each other and it's mm. kind of like this is awesome this is how yeah, it should be definitely so because the, the worst thing is like with depression is feeling alone but the minute you realize everyone else goes through the same shit you do suddenly it feels okay yeah and we always think that everyone else has got their shit together so it's like i'm the only person yeah. it's the same comes back to the thing we we're talking about earlier with feeling like you have to be in shape all the time or be looking the best it's like mm. it's because if you all the people you follow obviously social media is the highlight reel it's the mm, best bit so you think then everyone else is living a best life so it's because everyone you follow a hundred people which have six packs it's like well of course you're gonna think that you know oh, i'm the only one out there that's maybe a good time maybe my new year's resolution this year should be to post more on social media of the stuff that just isn't like wall-to-wall highlight real content did you wake up every morning just with your eyes closed to like, be fair day <laughs> yeah, yeah i've got horrendous diarrhea today guys i hope you know that <laughs> painted another toilet guys <laughs> i think to be fair i share most things on my story i'm a big giver on my stories i just on my I like your stories oh thanks man yeah i think it's my my main feed that i'm very precious about posting kind of cool content and i need to get kind of get over that a little bit and just you know, i think it's because it's there forever the story yeah. is only there for 24 hours the feed is there Do you know what though? i think i think i like stories more because ultimately the people that watch them are genuine uh, like the people that give a sh- give enough of a shit to watch Check them in on you um yeah. the funny thing i find about stories is there are people watching my instagram stories that i went to school with and there are people that i haven't spoken to in like i don't know nearly 20 years and yet they will still stalk me on my insta stories it's like they follow you rent free and yeah they, fo- they, okay, just they follow me they never like a single post that i've posted they never engage. They never message me. I haven't spoken a word to them in like a decade or more. And yet they'll still monitor my every movement on my stories, which I find kind of strange. If you're listening to this and you feel like this applies to you, it probably does. So he's calling you out right now. Well, if it, The likelihood is that they won't bother tuning into this podcast. But if it has happened, I, I'm tempted sometimes to put a story up saying, if you're watching this story and you haven't spoken to me in over a decade, please just message me just to say, yeah, I've been you know stalking you not stalking you yeah i've been you know, i've been lurking in the bushes hi guys i'm slightly strange i've been stalking you for years it's not now. strange it's just like oh no i do all the time ultimately they know the inner workings of my daily life because i'm a sharer i'm a giver and the, you know they're not giving anything back you know they don't post on social media very much they just basically monitor what other people do and i just find it like stop stop being a weird lurker guys just let's engage yeah, let's engage engage let's get get together maybe i should send a message out to everyone that watches my stories that hasn't spoken to me saying hi i see you've been watching my stories for the last 10 years why not yeah how are how are you let's have a chat let's catch up what have you been doing please do it oh, and, and then, then let you, us know what the results how many are. people either unfollow you block you or like in no response i want to see how many scenes you get left on i'll think about that and maybe come back to you but with, with the um i i have a similar hang up with because I never really post on my social media. To, I use it to consume things and to oh, connect businesses. And I never post anything. And there's two reasons for that. One, because I suffer a bit with imposter syndrome and I consume so much content, which I think is good, that I'm like, I can't do anything good enough. So I'm not going to bother contributing to a conversation that I don't think I can. And two, because I feel like so many people with the stories, because this is what I was thinking of, with the stories, because it's 24 hours and it normally has to be something that's happening in that moment most of the time it seems a little more genuine because you're like, this is happening. Like with your stories, for example, you're like, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. I'm like, cool. I'm interested in that. 
when you post something on the grid, it's like you have time to find the perfect picture, write the perfect caption. It's so committed, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just a bit like, it seems a little bit more like you could do a little bit of virtue signaling in there, like sprinkle some things about how oh, great you bullshit. are. Like I went to, obviously, as you know, I went to New York in December. I still haven't posted a single main feed post about it because I haven't come up with the right narrative to go with the fucking pictures. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? I, 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 completely, I completely relate to oh, that. Oh, no, I, I completely get it. I wish I was because able all, to do that. Just uh, post photo, caption, I'm, photo. I'm, I'm also wary of the fact that it's like social media is braggy. And therefore, mm. when you do something like like the worst person on social media, this, okay, worse is the wrong way of putting it. But it's the people that don't post anything. And yet when they suddenly go on holiday or they do so, or they go somewhere awesome, they'll post that. And it's like they're only, they're, they're only, posting the one awesome thing they've done in the last month they haven't given anything else that's at all. because that is one of the only contributing parts of their personality is what they do so like, oh i go on holiday that's part of my identity it's like they won't <laughs> post it they, like for example facebook these days people post nothing on it apart from the fact that they're in there oh i'm a t5 getting ready to fly off to mexico or wherever come on man. can we go to mexico we should film one in mexico that'd be great we should do a tour of the Spring uk break. Yeah, oh yeah. I think I'm too old for spring break. Don't get on the age thing. Don't like push I'm. your fucking age thing on on me, man. I feel like I'm we established getting... I was born in 1984. He was he was born when TED Talks were born. Yeah. That's quite funny. And he didn't even know what they were. That's that's now. Oh, no, that's actually yeah. scary. I am Ted. He um, talks. He does talk as well. Do we have a couple more, and then maybe we'll see about any Q and A that we have left over? Um, okay, let's have a look. I'm curious to know what the uh, fellow members of East Park are saying. Are you going to put this? Are you going to start playing this out in the gym, or you know, giving us some? I don't know. Some podcast is really gym vibes. Though, it's isn't not it? really, to be honest. I the don't. Thing, know. The thing is, though, if I actually could separate the audio, getting a bit technical here, if I could separate the audio in the reception, in the reception, I would play. No, a but podcast. the thing is, no one's going to fucking sit in reception and listen. I suppose in that I, little. I yeah, might. to be fair, I would. I would. That reception area might be suitable because, but then people would be like, what? What am I hearing he's talking, right now? He's talking to me. Who's yeah. that gazelle mic speaking on the speakers right now? I think the be- I think that's why I suggested maybe we should like film film a, a show and then you could put that on a screen. Maybe I don't know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some stuff on the screens, like some logo stuff. We need to start uploading our reels. Yeah, we put them prepped. That's our homework for this month. Right, no okay. private discussions. We will talk about this afterwards. Okay. Okay, so I've got I've got a few here. Some of them are training related. So someone's put like what they want to squat, bench, and deadlift. Go on, hit me with numbers, big man. Um, You're gonna pan their numbers. Yeah. Well, he's put SBD, but he's put 160, not worth the risk. 180. So what, what he wants 180 on all of them because that's very balanced, isn't it? I don't really understand where we're getting. Interesting. At. No, I don't, Interesting. I don't. I'm gonna move past that one. Someone said, uh, "See if you can guess who this is, Harry." I think you'll know who this is, oh, and nice. she listens, so she'll definitely know this is her. Um, drink less caffeine, sleep better, get yeah. big, or die trying. Yeah, is that Anna? Is that not Anna? Oh no! Who is who is it? Uh, Come Katie. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if, if, if Katie dare mention sleep to me, I swear I'm not. She gonna... drinks so much caffeine. She I also wasn't, sleeps one hour. I didn't know. This is one of our members. Okay, she, yeah. She um, she's great, but she drinks so much caffeine. I was like, I couldn't believe because she sleeps for an hour a night. I know, and she said that her resting heart rate at one point was like 150. I didn't believe her, and she showed me like her fitness tracker thing. I'm. I've and made her sign is, up to a GP now. It's wild. She she didn't have a GP. So I was like, good, good GP. I don't have a GP actually. Do you not? Well, I'm I, don't I think GP. I'm still registered at the the surgery where I grew up. I've only I haven't been to a doctor in like I don't know twenty years. So because he is the doctor. 
I am the doctor. But I, def- I definitely probably should do. I've got um, like health. I've got health insurance now, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very grown up. I think. I think that people. I know this is a bit kind of ridiculous, but it's actually really cheap to get um, uh, health insurance. People would be more willing to pay for like their Sky TV subscription than they are their own fucking health. I think health insurance is a really good investment if you're able to do so. Priorities, guys. Priorities. Uh, anyway, what, what else we got? We got any good spice? Someone, someone said to write down tasks for each day so i guess get more organized like logbooking kind of like to-do yeah. listing oh, to-do listing is good to-do oh. listing is really good like sometimes do you know what like some of, one of the biggest problems when you lead a busy life is like getting cons- you end up procrastinating because you feel like there's so many tasks that need doing the best thing you can do is write them all down and then and then look through all of them and go actually they're all lots of little things that i can mm. work through when you look at them as a whole and don't take you don't, don't write them down, suddenly it can overwhelm you. That's one from my experience in business, and I've been doing it a long time. Uh, is that you can get if when you feel like you've got a lot on your plate with work or with life or anything like that, it can be quite overwhelming, and then you to the point where you end up just feeling like you do nothing. Procrastination mm. is a horrible thing. The best thing you can do is to basically write it all down. And just go through it and say, and just prioritize things. What what's there's bound to be a few things in there you can get rid of pretty quickly, and then just you know just work methodically through it. And that's the best way to deal with that side of things. Yeah, no, it works for me because my brain works. It jumps between things so fast that actually, like you said, just writing it down, getting a few wins early in the day. Cheeky like, cool, wins, yeah. Get some cheeky wins. Cheeky in. wins. Um, there's another one here which I think is quite good. It's someone's put lose my menopausal weight gain, so it's obviously like a change in their life. Yeah, that's. A they can't. One. They can't do anything about that. That's just a part of life. That's cool. I mean, that's a really good one. That, yeah. You know, I think the they want to get some control of their body back because the mm. you know the whole process of going through uh, menopause isn't isn't great for anyone. Um, I mean, when it happened to no, so it didn't happen to me. Um, it isn't, you know, it's not, you know, you can't control it. It will happen to... It's inevitable. To, it will happen to the to the ladies listening. But, and it, you, you feel like you've kind of lost control and it's a bit shit, but there's, you know, the life on the side, the other side of that is absolutely rock and roll. That's so. the thing. You've, you've, got to, you've got to work with these things because, you know, I don't know, what is the average age of someone that's going through the menopause? Do we know? I'm not... I'm not. Have, have a little look. Because depending on when that is, you know, if you're looking kind of in like your 50s and 60s, potentially, especially nowadays, that's still half of your life left. And if you're at a point where you're going through the menopause and you're like, that's my lot. So you're going to live the other second half of your life. No, part, no I don't think. Two. I honestly don't think any uh, any women out there going through the menopause feel like that. that there it isn't. can happen in your 40s or 50s, but the average age in the United States is 51. But my point is, like, there's so many people they they think they get to a certain. And this goes for men as well. They get to a certain age and they're like, "I'm just going to get old now." This they just accept their fate. It's like, no, you can slow down the effects of aging and live a good life right to the end. You don't have to just give up now because you've had a family or you get into your 50s. Yeah, but there's like guys in the gym and fitness clients who are like in their 70s and still doing spinning classes and all that sort of exactly. stuff. So it's but completely... They're, they're still the minority. That's my it's point. A mi- it's a mindset thing, you know, like just, just as we said earlier before, take control of your, you know, diet and your training and suddenly it's all in your hands. You can control this stuff. Definitely. Okay, any more? Are we... No, I think they were the ones that real resolution doubt. I think those are the big ones. A lot of them obviously uh, very much fell into the category of either... Uh, changes in weight or maybe psychological changes be that eating disorder uh, overcoming 
relationships with food or mental health. They all kind of fell. Behavioral kind of, level things. Yeah. I think we've covered some good uh, resolution vibes. Um, we could do, uh, if there's any Q&A hanging around. Interestingly, I don't know if you've still got any Q&A. We don't have to do Q&A this week. The only reason I say that is because I felt Q&A needed some intro music. Oh, is this <laughs> is oh, this, okay. like a new is this what we got a little bit of a sample of earlier by accident? Yeah. So <coughs> I have put together some intro music for Q&A for us. Can't wait. Re- Should we pretend we haven't heard it already? You haven't heard it. Yes, you we heard, haven't heard, you heard You heard a beat. You didn't that's, hear that's it. That's enough. I can put it together. There are, there's words. Oh, no. Are you ready Wait, for this? Are you, are you speaking the words? Uh, it, it is my voice on it, yes. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm very excited I feel for this sick. now. No, I feel re- I'm really excited. I feel anxious. I literally can't stop smiling. Okay, you ready? Go you ready for it? You've, oh, got, you've no. got to put your phone down, Michael. I was just looking for the questions. but <coughs> Oh, dear. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's, here's, here is the official intro music for Q&A. I know you've got questions. I just like the sound of it. I know we've got answers. What we should I use? You've got me all confused. Can you tell me the answer? How many reps in a supercent? Sometimes I train and I forget. Just tell me the answer. I need all the answers. I got questions about making games. Talk to me about those BCAAs. I need all the answers. I know you got questions. There you go. Your poor wife. <laughs> it was really, that was really good. I actually like that. I but felt your like poor wife must have heard you at midnight, just dribbling into your microphone doing that. I feel like, obviously, now that Travis Scott's been cancelled, there was a void. And oh, the- wow, there he is, everyone. That I, thought that, I thought that that was what was needed. So I brought in a little bit of a Travis kind of vibe, uh, beat and that sort of thing. I've never listened to Travis Scott in my life. No, me neither. No, but yeah. <clears throat> I had to basically look. Was it, was it on point? Was it yeah, okay? no, it was really good. I really enjoyed that. Did you like the words I brought into I did. play You know there? what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something controversial here. I actually think I like that more than our intro music. Uh, oh, mummy's in But trouble. that's just... That's, subjective taste yeah no music. i can i can develop it into an intro piece of sorts we can we can use it but you know that that was the that was the q a q a music can we get there. some audience feedback on that because i'm a fan i think it's quite funny i think but that is you, so good those listening what do you drop us a message on the old dms you know pump fiction actually has its own instagram platform now oh that's true actually so um, maybe you could send us a message to the pump was it pump fiction podcast on i instagram? think young michael created the uh, instagram you're, in, you're curating it currently just want to let everyone know that neither of us have the password to get in all the yes all right well you know, we'll cross that bridge but we'll send us a message on there and all privately whichever you prefer yeah and let us know if you like the q a music <laughs> I mean, we, you're we not just, supposed to like it. It's supposed to be it's like... It's going to happen anyway. You're going to tolerate it and you're going to deal with it. It's just going to happen every episode. So they'll just become the thing when, when they're listening to this in the car or while they're working or they're going for their steps. That bit will kick in and they're like, okay, this is the bit I needed to fast forward to because I just want to hear the Q&A today. I told you that I was a sharer. I was a giver. And that's me giving more oh, I love it. melodical... I love yeah. it. Anyway so um, do we have any Q&A after doing that we don't um, have to no no we don't we have none we have nothing we didn't ask a Q&A it was, just, it was just a, to be a fair, premiere yeah that was just the in, that was ready for next week you'll know you'll know the Q&A's coming when you hear the beat dropping but Mic yeah. drop 
Mic yes. drop indeed. Yeah, that's that's the mic drop question side of things. Um, yeah, I think, do you know what, guys? We've reached, um, we've reached that hour and 15 oh, threshold. There it is. Cancelled. Uh, yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to kind of wander into uh, the show being too long uh, or too boring because that's what the klaxons for. Yes. Yes, that was your own personal klaxon. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a 2022. That's another show wrapped up. Uh, what are our plans for this show this year? What are our What are the pump fiction resolutions? What are we looking to achieve? The 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 goal is is to mm, what are we saying. Mm. How many view? How many listens or downloads total do we want by the end of the year? Because at the moment we're over two hundred and fifty. Don't tell people that. We want people to think it's fucking massive that already. That is massive. Bear in mind we'd be doing this for like twenty seconds. Is it good? I, think uh, it's right. I would like us to get to like an episode milestone. I don't know what that is yet, but that would be quite cool. Get to like you know thirty episodes or something, yeah, or like or twenty-five episodes or, or twenty-five. Something like I think also maybe getting on a couple of guests this year would be okay. quite cool. Yeah. Like that. yeah, that'd be good. That's good. That's good. Um, we get them in the room with us, yeah? Or do you want to get them on Zoom? How do you want to do that? We can get them in the room. You'd, I'd rather the room. I think the room would be nicer. Zoom's a bit limited, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can I've get... always liked the physical interaction. I want to see the guests. I, I did I wonder agree. why you kept touching my knee all of last episode. I like a cuddle. Well, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll discuss that privately uh, in the general admin side of Pump Fiction. I thought we were going elsewhere with that. <laughs> So did Mike apparently. After dark, um, but yeah, so that's another show done. Uh, I don't unless you guys have anything th- more to add. Do you have anything to give to the episode? Uh, thank you for tolerating us, and hopefully you have a bloody splendid 2022, and you spend it with us because we're the best things in the world. Yeah, thank you for listening again. If you've come this far, as always, I mean, if you have come this far, you've just had the uh, expose of the Q and A music. To be fair. It wasn't given out at the beginning. It no. was given to you, the people who stayed till the end. Yeah, and the extended version will be on Spotify at some point, no <laughs> yeah, doubt, right. when people want Million it. downloads. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this has been uh, Pump Fiction Episode 3 with me, Christy Fellows, and him... Harry Moore. And him... Michael John Carter. Yeah, let's move on. See oh. you later, guys. Till next time. I should have middle-named. named